You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You're goddamn right, I do. One chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore. You are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. The Force will be with you. Always. Be bold. Be brave. Courageous. Black alert. It's called Pirate Radio. We a refuge for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech. That's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team. No heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hearts true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. It's like, yeah, uh, no, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzer. I'm totally gonna use that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of At The Diner, the flagship podcast here on the Great Geek Refuge. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am your host. I am also the editor-in-chief of our website. It is greatgeekrefuge.com. Check it out. Lots of great content, wonderful articles, lots of great podcasts. There's so much for your listening and reading pleasure. We are going to be talking about the finale of the MCU's most recent series that is on Disney+, and that is She-Hulk. Joining me, as always, when it comes to At The Diner, I've got Mr. MC Brooks. I've got Mr. James Rambo. They are in the co-host seats, as always. Fellas, let's jump right into this. Of all of the finales that they've had so far of the TV series, I think this one was the most... I don't want to say ambitious, because ambitious isn't the right word. But this one took a lot of balls. Um, this is, yeah, I, I guess ambitious, ambitious <laughs> does work because like this one was the most unique of any of the endings. This one is, it, it, it takes a writer, the, courageous is another word I would use because this is not a normal ending at all by any stretch. And I'm just giving that as a baseline. I'll get into my opinions about it uh, a little bit later, but like overall, like I, I want to give him credit for that. Because, like, sure. it, it takes a lot of courage to go to a production meeting and be like, this is what I want to do. I want to break the fourth wall even more than we have. Because they've already done it. But it was like, hey, let's take what we've done by breaking the fourth wall and let's blow it the fuck up. Let's, like, destroy the wall completely and go into the real world. And, like, it was it was very, very courageous for them to do this and pull it off. And I think they did in a certain way. Again, I'll give my opinion on that in just a minute, though. Um, it, it fit well, I felt, with with the overall series. I, again, well, yeah, I, I don't want to spoil it because it, I, it's I have an, a, a take on this for sure. But um, 
what did you guys think? Um, MC, we'll start with you. Um, what did you think of the finale of She-Hulk? And then we'll also like talk about like the whole series, the series as a whole, like what we thought. Uh, I fucking loved it. Actually, to be honest, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I was very confused when we got to that certain part because I thought my my TV was glitching, and I was like, "What the fuck happened?" <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I, I, like, it threw me off in like the best way because. There was a lot of stuff happening like right before it and i was kind of like this is just kind of convenient like why are all these people just like now showing up like what, what is even happening but just in general like i i, I liked it I, I liked that they kind of completely caught me off guard uh as far as what they were going to do because like i had mentioned it before like uh, when we talked about last week like i don't know how they're gonna end i have no idea how they can end the show like what does a finale for a show like this look like, uh, you know, for, for a show that really hasn't been super committed to like, oh, setting up things for what's to come, uh, which is one of the complaints I saw, uh, criticisms of the show, which is that it's not doing enough to let people know what's coming next, but it's a whole other thing. But yeah, no, I just in general, I, I enjoyed it. I, I like how meta it got. I like that they really just kind of leaned into it. It was just, it was a lot of ridiculousness, even right down to <laughs> the robot. Um, Wearing a fucking hat too. I don't yeah. know if you caught that or not. Like, <laughs> the same fucking hat that Kevin wears. Which, 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 you know, which, which is why like Kevin, the, the, the issue Kevin Feige having with that being that the robot that it has a hat is like, that's the thing. Like that's the thing that you're. <laughs> that that's great. the issue you have. All right, but yeah, overall, I just I very much enjoyed it. I had, I had a lot of fun with the show. I had a lot of fun with the show overall, but this finale in particular, um, it was it like it, it caught me off guard in the best way. I I, I, I really liked it. Yeah. Um, Mr. Rambo, what say you? Uh. Yeah, I was, you know, I remember watching the the finale and, and um yeah, as things were getting going, being like, Man, this is this is a, there's a lot of elements here that are happening. Like, how is this gonna resolve? And then Jen starts discussing, like, wait, that guy's here now and we're doing this and and the second that she started really talking about it, I'm like, Oh shit, they're gonna they're gonna really do like proper fourth wall break. And they're gonna like really lean into um the the well like the very like comic booky She-Hulk shit. Okay, cool. Um, I thought the you know, her going to the writer's room was a perfectly in line with her character and and the things we've seen. Uh and just uh, uh as well from a uh you know the comic standpoint made total sense. Um I really appreciated um, the whole thing with uh, Kevin being uh, an actual like robot that was designed, you know, like follows the algorithm to learn like what's the best way to to make these movies and things. I thought that was really funny, um, and then it just kind of stopped. Um, I I watched it. And the moment I was like, yeah, that was cool. 
And the next day, I, I thought about it some more, and I was like, huh. They glossed over every plot point. Um, they didn't actually resolve anything. They just skipped past all of it. Like, Jen says she wants a meal to take responsibility, but we don't see him take responsibility. We just see him going to jail and then immediately breaking out, which he clearly, based on that, uh, on the end of that uh, 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 stinger, knew was going to happen anyway. So that totally undercuts that. We it also happened once before, so you think there was also been, happened once before, yeah. There would have been precautions like, oh, we know it's possible for Wong to get you out, sure, so, yeah. Like, the, like, there, there's there's put no a guard sort of... here to make sure that shit doesn't happen again, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no like discussion or setup for that. Um, there's or, or or like you know, there was all this effort put into um, what I thought was really interesting storytelling overall. And then in the end, they just kind of gloss over it. Like, as disappointing as what happened in um, Moon Knight was, where, you know, we don't really get to see Jake show up until the very very end and even then it's not until like a mid credit scene yeah. um at least there was other payoff for things that had been set up but with this it was just no um it all happened off screen like it felt it felt very much like poochie dying on the way back to his home planet fucking thank you it it had a, 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 an air of why are they um, not going to the fireworks factory like <laughs> it, it felt like um and it, it 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 really uh had a feel of look how clever we are yes mm -hmm. isn't this isn't this smart and funny and in, engaging and interesting yep. and and like oh ho 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 we're so funny um I just feel and, like they were all fucking toasting each other with champagne at the end. Yeah, like, man, we're so clever. Like, and it's yeah, it just bummed me out the more I thought about it, and um, that's really disappointing because it did do a lot of things really well. Yeah, that show really shines um, in the last like four or five episodes. Um, when you actually get to have the characters doing character things, when you get to see them interact and and be themselves, um, as opposed to just sort of, like it 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 felt like overall uh, there was a lot of um, they kind of, like they kind of fell in the trap of this is like a novelty of a show um as opposed to we're going to use the the fourth wall breaking to really do something uh interesting yeah. uh instead it was just like this will be 
what we base the show around. But when 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 the first Deadpool movie was being made and they made a point to say like, you know, it is definitely going to be R-rated. I was very concerned about that because my first instinct was anytime you set out to get a specific rating, you are undercutting your art. Yeah. You have made a point to say that the things you're going to do are going to be based around um, an external factor as opposed to um, what you're actually making. Like, like, like story first and see where it falls. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, yeah. And, and like, honestly, barring the violence, Deadpool up to that point had never really been an R-rated character. Um, he was just like a silly, like kind of goofy dude, uh, who didn't really curse a whole lot. Yeah. Um, and so I was really worried about that. Um, and you know, and then they you know, came out and it was actually really impressively done. And I was, I was happy to be wrong. Yeah. Um, because they weren't really leaning into the, the novelty of it in the way that I was concerned that they would, um, but yeah, it, it is especially frustrating with She-Hulk because they do so many things well mm -hmm. and so many things, um, I, I hesitate to say right, but just in a way that makes sense and, and is really effectively done that when it's presented in this very half-assed kind of way, um, it just smacks of uh self-congratulatory bullshit and um uh a real sort of uh i feel like there are a lot of strange shoulders from people patting themselves on the back uh for that for that finale and that's a bummer um and then to like tack on like oh yeah and by the way here's the hulk's son yep yeah like i don't I I was waiting for Jen to then look at the camera and you like shrug like oh well what are you gonna do yeah and it, it just I don't know it just left a bad taste in my mouth like they 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 put a lot of work into that show very clearly um, and the things that work work really well but this just felt like just bullshit like they, we don't want to actually end these stories so we're just gonna stop them that my reveal where i was like i'm not gonna reveal it yet you fucking nailed it that's that's almost exactly how i felt about it because i'm watching it and i'm enjoying it and i'm like okay this is funny this is this is cute and like the part where kevin's like hey can you transform back into gen but do it off camera because it's expensive as fuck that was that was so funny i was like okay I, this is a she-hulk thing Keep doing this, okay? I'm fine yes. with this. The problem that I had with it, and like I said, it takes a lot of balls to do what you did, to do this, to go, because they, they'd done the, hey, look, I'm talking to the audience right now. Isn't that cool? Hey, I'm questioning this. Hey, look, we have Twitter armor now because Wong's in this episode. Like, I'm fine with all of that. I'm fine with all of this. This was fine too. But like, to go to the extent where you're actually in the writer's room talking to the writers about it and then going to Kevin is... It was fine. Again, there was nothing wrong with it. But like, there's an old Looney Tunes cartoon where Porky Pig is the executive for 
Warner Brothers for Looney Tunes. And people are coming to him auditioning to be a, an act, right? And there's a magician. And the magician shows him this trick. He's like, all right, well, I need to top my trick, right? I got to do the best trick ever. And he drinks nitroglycerin and then makes himself explode because he's going to make himself disappear. Yeah. And he comes back as a ghost. He's like, that's amazing. He's like, yeah, but the problem is, is I can only do that only trick do it once. Once. <laughs> this is a trick that you can only do once. And if you're going to do it, it needs to be done perfectly. And I don't feel that it was because you get this lead up and you, because like the thing with the Hulk blood, right? If you're going to do that and you're going to just be like, ah, fuck it, we're not going to do it. Then why did you have them take it in the first place? And again, it goes all meta where it's like, yeah, this was our idea, but then the idea was shit. So you're basically shitting on your idea that you had for the entire series in the first place. Like why include that? If, cause you could have taken that part out of it where he stole her blood and just made the revenge porn. And that would have been just as good. You didn't need the Hulk blood if you weren't going to do it because that's kind of what pissed me off about this. And it actually, it rings of what Shireen had said that it has these ideas and concepts and then doesn't really nail them. Like they're too on the nose and then they don't fulfill them because the whole revenge porn thing, like you had a chance to really, really stick it to the fanboys, really stick it to the neckbeards, and you didn't. You fucking let them off the hook because what ends up happening? Oh, he gets arrested. Why did he get arrested? We don't know exactly what happened and she didn't stick it to him. And that's what makes me mad because she, I don't even remember the guy's name now, the guy who ran Intelligentsia. I don't remember. Todd? What was it? It was Todd. Yeah. She didn't stick it to Todd in the end. And she didn't need to beat him. He didn't need to get hulked out and then she beats his ass. Like that didn't need to happen. What she should have done is merge the two characters, She-Hulk and Jen, because that was the point, right? She needed to be comfortable in being both of these people at the same time, right? Use her lawyering skills and like nail Todd. I now have proof that you did this, that you did this and you did this and I'm going to fucking ruin you now because, and honestly, you could have taken a, a taken, you could have pulled this from the fucking headlines of what's happening right now with Alex Jones. This is all this shit you did because you're, you're for whatever reason, you have some fucking weird obsession with the Hulk. Now I can nail you for it and I can financially ruin you because that would hurt him more than anything else. It's not Jen beating his ass. It's Jen ruining his life. And that would have been the way to do it. You take all of the things that make him powerful, which is money. That's all he had. That was why he was able to do this, right? You take all of his money, you take all of his power from him. So that really, really, really fucked with me because you had this, you set us up at the end of the last episode that this is this horrible thing that happened to Jen and then we don't pay it off. How is she yeah. going to get back at him? Not get back at him, but make things right. Where was justice for Jen? It, it never fucking happened because you were too busy doing this cutesy bullshit. Again, you, if you're going to pull that off, you got to fucking nail that ending. And they didn't because like, I think of other movies that have done this, right? Wayne's World. Let's, let's talk about Wayne's World. Wayne's World used to love pulling the fourth wall back, being like, but jokingly, remember when they're, they're, Chris Farley's character is the, the bounce, like the, uh, the uh, security guard for that guy, Frankie Sharp. Yeah. And then they're talking about the limo and then he looks at the camera and he's like, wow, we're really fortunate that that security guard was there to tell us all of that information. It seemed extraneous at the time. Like that's, that's executed perfectly. Yeah. This, this was not. And like, it, it pains me to say that because there was so much criticism of the show from douchebags.
that like I hate being like in that category. I still liked the series. I thought the series was great and there's a lot of good that came from it. But man, you oversold that fourth wall break at the end. Like the fact that it's it's especially disappointing because in the was this is the ninth episode, it's on the eighth episode. Yeah. Um the ending of the eighth episode has so much to say and is um really like i don't want to say profound but like really legitimate and um and is is like now we are we it it, it, it is the it struck the struck the perfect balance of um really getting across the message of like this is the kind of shit that women deal with yeah. on a consistent basis in their personal lives in their professional lives and when she reacts fairly reasonably in terms of like getting upset uh unfortunately not reasonably in terms of like what she does um she's going to be punished for it and she's going to um it, i mean honestly it goes back to the first episode where bruce is trying to like train her how to be a hulk and talk about like controlling controlling her emotions and she has that little monologue about like you know i'm a woman in the modern world if i get angry like you know i could be killed um and she loses control and like the 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 very last shot of that episode is a fourth wall break where jen looks scared and confused and 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 it's 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 a really good dramatic beat and then to follow that up with um a silly thing and here's the silly stuff and it's it's um all the uh, the the actual resolution for stuff is going to happen off screen, but just it's okay. You you know it happened. That's that's what matters. Um, uh, Justin Jordan was talking about it on on um, on Facebook, and he was basically saying he's like, I've never had something go from being my absolute favorite of the uh, uh, like all the MCU offerings to. The thing I will never watch again, um, because man, it is disrespectful as shit to set up and then refuse to pay off things for your audience. Um, yeah, and, and 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 like those kind of fourth wall breaks and things like yeah, like Wayne's World. Wayne's World's not trying like there's there is subtext there, but it's not trying like it's all it's all housed in satire. Like it is not trying to make a, um, uh, it's not trying to tell a story about like a particularly profound um, uh, uh, subject, or at the very least, it's not doing it in a way that is um, deeply affecting uh, and of of the the same kind of like serious nature as what this show was doing and had up to that point been doing fairly well it was a little ham-fisted in places but overall it, it felt like they'd really gotten 
uh, a hold on what they needed to do and how they needed to do it. And then to have it just be just glossed over at the end yeah. is really disappointing. Um, I, I think that the fourth wall break was fine. If when they had come back from the fourth wall break, because like, I'm not trying to be smug or like have some sort of air superiority where I'm like, I could have written this better. But like, once she breaks the fourth wall with Kevin and she goes back, if she was pissed off about like the fact that Bruce showed up and the fact that Emil was there and the fact that like Todd was going to be a fucking Hulk too. Like, and then Titania shows up all that shit. I get that. If she had been like, yo, why can't you resolve my shit, dude? Like, why are we writing this? Why do I not get to hold this dude accountable? And now he's turning into a fucking Hulk. Like, that would have I and then like we come back to it and then she's just like hey so now I have all of this recorded because that's where they were going initially and then like not only that what was that other guy's name the guy that was working at the guy that was a piece of shit originally that they had set up um oh uh Donald um the the other DA yeah the other yeah. Yeah. DA yeah like the yeah the the DBDA yeah the douchebag DA um <laughs> so like Oh, when did he become sympathetic? When did he become a good guy? Did you notice that? That all of a sudden he was just okay and everything was fine? Because he Wait, what? Wait, okay. hold on, hold on, hold on. The, the, the guy in the TV interview? The guy, no, 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 sorry. Let me clarify. The guy who worked at the law firm with Jen and her assistant. What is Nikki? Yeah, Jen yeah. and Nikki. And then there was the third guy. There was the guy who, uh, like, in the, in the first couple of episodes, what'd you say his name was? Hold on. All right. So there's there's two characters we're talking about here. Yeah. There's the there's the douchebag DA from the first handful of episodes. Yeah. The the guy who like made all those like horrible jokes and was just like, yes. uh, I don't even know Him. his name. Yeah. That guy. Now all of a sudden he's on. He's never side. sympathetic. Never once. Yeah. He's he's, help, he's helping Nikki. Like, hey, you know, he's not inside guy. No, that's a totally different character. <laughs> yeah. Is it? You are now talking about the guy who works at uh, GLKNH, who is the sneakerhead, who is... Um, yeah, I combine two characters. Possibly. Yeah, you okay. combine the, those All two right. characters. Those characters yeah. are, are polar opposites. The, the the douchebag DA does show up in the last episode yeah. as a... Uh, he's he's being interviewed by basically Fox News about the fact that like he used to date Jen and Jen has always been crazy and all this shit. Yeah. So okay. he does appear, yeah. but no. The, the, yeah, the, the... He is not the one helping Nikki. The one helping Nikki is the one who went... To, to try and get those shoes. The, uh, iron, and was, the, iron, the iron Man 3s, yeah. Yeah, and, and they had the whole, like, the Avengers merchandise and all that shit. Uh, Avengers, uh, Avengers, that's right. You yeah. confused Pug and the other guy. Pug, Pug. Yes. Yeah. yes. Thank yes. you. Yeah, I did, and that's funny because it's, like, generic-looking white dudes just, like, all became the same to me. Um, but, the, <laughs> but they look so different. Uh, <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's... It, it's just a fucking bummer, man. Like, and honestly, I was I was okay with all of the fourth wall break stuff, all that shit, all with her talking to Kevin, uh, with the way they handled that whole sequence. I was fine with that. Yeah. But the fact that they didn't go back, well, so the 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 thing that Justin Jordan was saying was like, if after she leaves Kevin, they started the episode over, and occasionally like fast forwarded through like scenes that weren't necessary. 
and we we have a couple of things play out differently and especially we have like the ending play out differently but we actually see it that is what matters yeah. the fact that that it was just dis disregarded and happened off screen um is is it's just fucking lazy storytelling man yeah like that shit is really get, frustrating she didn't get justice and that's what pissed me off and like I feel like the ending was rushed as well because like we did all that fourth wall break and it's like we spent all of our emotional energy on that. And then it was just like, oh, let's have a family dinner. Oh, and by the way, Matt Meredith's here. Why? Because I said so. And like, not only that, like they've just outed his character because now they know he's Daredevil. Like that that's something that like we don't really seem to touch on. Like at all and it, it seems like he they that jen has outed him to her entire family and like that was the vibe that i got at least i i mean i i didn't i didn't pick that up but it's, yeah. it's part of the problem is just it's it's done so poorly that yeah i, I i'm not gonna argue with you the 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 fact that you you know that that's how you read that because i could see how someone would read that that way um yeah, for me it was just yeah because it's, it's just it's just done so poorly yeah it just felt like the, the and like the very end it's like 10 minutes are just like sloppy yeah here's a happy ending hooray oh and here's hulk out. and his son's scar wait yeah hold up what now stick to your other thing that you had said we'll answer that in the hulk movie like then fucking stick to that like don't tell me you're gonna do something and then don't do it yeah it was it was really disappointing the more i thought about it the, the worse it got and just and, and there's there's so many answers uh, you had said this once before when we were talking about um the rescue rangers movie if you're gonna have internal logic stick to it yeah and i feel like they didn't do this because now i don't know what's actually real and what's not because the question that i have is is like if we see she hulk and some other shit, does that mean that she can always break the fourth wall or can she only break the fourth wall in her own stuff does this mean that like she knows that everything is scripted so none of it fucking matters and honestly if that's the case i kind of don't like that and this is the reason why i've only watched the deadpool movies once each because i don't go back to them they're fine they're okay and i'm sure other people love them and that's great good for you i'm glad you enjoy something i don't like it because it gets it gets old it gets old fast because it's no longer committed to a story it's committed to a joke about a story, about a, about a story. It's like, here's the story, but then we're gonna make jokes and then we're gonna take you out of the story, but then it doesn't really matter if we pay off the story because now all of it's, it's all a fucking joke. And like, that's fine in certain circumstances, but like, it's, it's, you have to be really, 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 really good at writing and really good at storytelling in order to pull this off. I'm not saying Deadpool didn't do that. I am saying that the last episode, last episode of She-Hulk really kind of dropped the ball when they had a great opportunity to nail something but like just overall like i'm disappointed because this the first eight episodes were dynamite and this last one just felt rushed but that's also you know it's funny they were like making this big thing of we're not going to be like all the other marvel shows we're going to do a different ending we're going to do something unique we're going to do something special and then it ended up being just like the other marvel shows in the sense that like it all felt rushed and it felt like they didn't fully flesh out everything they needed to do to finish up the series. Same thing with like Miss Marvel. We talked about that. Like you have all these things that you want to do and you're like, okay, so 
the bad guy at the end of Miss Marvel is not really a bad guy. He's just a teenager who got all of his mom's powers, but we didn't even explain that. What the fuck happened? Yeah. And then like her her buddy was I can never remember his name. Bernie? Is that right? Bruno. Bruno, thank you. Bruno. Bruno's like, oh yeah, by the way, you hear that X-Men music? Yeah, because you're a fucking mutant too. Isn't that cool? Like, we're cramming is... all this shit into it. I'm I honestly like the last three shows, the ending the the, the finale of the last three shows are getting me a little concerned because it is it was miserable. Once is a misstep, twice is a is a coincidence. What was the three last, times the pattern? What was the third one? Moon Knight. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Um where they're just like they're they're they'll wait to the eleventh hour and be like, Oh, by the way, here's all this new shit. Um, they are, um, kind of shoehorning in a bunch of elements that aren't fully fleshed out through the series overall. Um, and they are, um, doing a disservice to the show you've just watched and the characters overall. Um, and it's, it's, I'm... I'm not expecting that like every character that shows up in every place, like I don't need uh, a a five season, 10 episode per season run for Titania or Nikki or Pug. Uh, Like I don't need fully fleshed out um, uh, three dimensional supporting characters, but I do expect that if you're gonna include things, it's funny. The the thing with uh, with Scar showing up should have been a post credit scene, as opposed to Jake showing up in Moon Knight, which should have been in the show overall. Yeah, and I it just feels like everything is set up for everything else, and uh, and not in a dexterous or or um, I don't know. I'm blanking on on the proper word, but not not in a particularly effective way. Um, they had been up and up until this point, like the MCU had been very good at being able to introduce characters, introduce concepts, and have those things pay off later, but introduce them without that being clunky or getting in the way of the storytelling or, or somehow tracking the storytelling of what is happening now and now what we're getting is things where it's just like ah fuck it you're gonna watch it anyway so here's like three other things you know that are gonna happen later enjoy yeah and that's a fucking bummer and i really hope they get their shit together um yeah so we'll see yep agreed it's Good show, crappy ending. Like, <laughs> could have been better. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a bummer. Um, I will say that like it was nice to see Matt Murdock have a win because so often he just gets shit on. <laughs> like so often it's just like, hey, are you happy right now, Matt? Oh, that's good, Maddie. Let's fucking ruin that. And yeah, that that that's the bigger question I have is like in comic books it's easy to have characters show up from other comic books and understand that hey this is She-Hulk's book this is the tone that we're setting here right Mm -hmm. but when you have a cinematic universe 
and different shows have different tones and different characters do different things like i'm wondering how you pull that off like it's it's going to be an interesting ride it's going to yeah again that internal logic how how does this work how does the Hulk work in this? Like, is he going to be different when we see him in movies than he was in this? Or is he going to be the same kind of like funny, goofy, like smart Hulk versus like regular Hulk versus like, it, it, there's there's so many questions that I have about how She-Hulk changes everything or does it not change anything? And like, one, we're going to get Deadpool. Apparently they keep talking about Deadpool coming into this universe as well. How is that going to fuck 2025? 2025. Yeah. Because they moved it back from 2024. These fourth wall character Maybe. breaks, these characters that can do this, it introduces an element of, well, how does that affect everything else? Or does it not? Is it just a it, one-off? <clears throat> well, it, there are times in the show, like the, the thing in She-Hulk in particular is certain people can tell when Jen is doing it. Bruce could see, could like, like, he couldn't, obviously, I don't think he could see or hear that Jen was, like, what Jen was saying, but he could tell that she was doing a thing. Whereas I think for other, there were other characters, other times that she did it where no one else, like, really kind of acknowledged, excuse me, or, like, knew that she was uh, doing it. <clears throat> so I don't think, I don't think it's really going to be a thing of, I, like, I don't think, um, let's see what I'm looking for. I don't think it's going to change all that much other than some people are going to know that she can do it and others can't. This sort of like super awareness and, and whatnot too. Um, as far as the tone thing too, I think it'll just match kind of whatever, you know, like whenever someone goes to someone else, they're it's just going to match, you know, the tone of it. Like when Falcon shows up in Ant-Man, he's infinitely funnier than he was when he was in um, uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. You know, like... Or, and this is not MCU canon, but like Danny Rand in Luke Cage was infinitely much better than <laughs> his own show. He was so much show. cooler. Yeah. Is he just, <clears throat> is he cooler because he's hanging out with Luke Cage? Is that what it is? Yeah. Like, yeah. He was better in Luke Cage. He was better yeah. in Defenders. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. So it's just like, and, and, and maybe it's just a thing of, you know, someone else getting their hands on these characters and being able to, you know, when they cameo, uh, use them in a way that, you know, can match can can still match the tone of the show while or show or movie while also like not like not like uh, not um, keep, uh, taking away from who they are authentically as a character. That. Like I wouldn't surprise us like for like Born Again. It wouldn't like I don't think we'll get fully this version of Matt Murdock yeah. for Born Again. But I think it'll be a much lighter version than what we got with the Netflix uh, with the with the Netflix version. Especially because it's it's confirmed that uh, Born Again is to be looked at as a season one, as opposed to a season four. Yeah. So I good. Let's just say yeah. So I, I think that that'll be that'll be all it is. Like I think, like, there, it, it'll be a little bit lighter. Also because you know Disney is not going to let this version be as <laughs> as yeah. violent or uh, bloody as the the original one. As but um. I'm sure they'll find some sort of like marriage somewhere kind of in the middle as far as what will work uh, for the, the tone of that yeah. show. Yeah. I will give, I mean, the great thing about Marvel that I've noticed uh, just kind of across the board is they listen. 
like to our critiques and things like that. So hopefully that means that they'll figure this out. And like that's the, that's the other thing is we're also talking about something that like if we're grading like all of this holistically, there are some that are there are some that are A's, there are some that are B's, there are some that maybe is like a C plus. But I haven't had any D's or F's with this. Like they've all been like good across the board as far as I'm concerned. And like I feel like She Hulk like the ending just kind of like tainted a little bit for me but like overall i really enjoyed what what it had to say but like i feel like they did discredited this uh, this character disservice and like what do we got next what's coming up next for the mcu like what do we have next on on our plate as far as like a series or as far as like a movie what, what's, what's I, next on the plate i think it's wakanda forever and it's next and that's set for uh, in about two weeks three weeks oh shit that comes up pretty <clears> soon yeah, about three weeks from now. Which makes sense because I was just in Target and there was all the toys and stuff, which is cool. Like, that was oh, no, actually, no. It's more like four weeks now I think about it. So we're about a month that. away. About a month out, yeah. Yeah, like November. Other than that, um, uh, the Guardian special is this year, right? I think. I think so, yeah. So the Guardian special. And after that, I don't I don't think there's any, any other TV thing for Marvel for the rest yeah. of the year. I'm really Aside curious. from that, and then I think they then they'll start off next year with um, Loki. What if season two? Yeah, and yeah, uh, Guardians Guardians holiday special is supposed to drop in December. Okay, yeah, so yeah. <clears throat> we'll get that. And then yeah, then you know next year start off with Loki and Ant Man. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's seemingly being marked as like the end of Phase Four. What kind of forever is the, is the is the end the official end? Okay. I'm yeah. really curious about um, Ironheart. Like, I'm really curious about Fuck yeah, man. Like, Especially for the the rumor that came out this week. What's the rumor? Oh, I don't know what happened. What's what was said? Uh, that they've cast. Um, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but they cast Mephisto for Ironheart. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, is it Sasha Baron Cohen? Yeah, oh yeah, that one. What? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Just, uh, hi, Ironheart. <laughs> nice to see you. <laughs> somebody, so like the reason I said Sasha Baron Cohen is because I saw somebody post something earlier about, um, <laughs> about them doing, um, so there's a Spider-Man story called One More Day. And one more day led into um, brand new day, and one more day is um, a really, really, really stupid miniseries that has Aunt May uh, end up. She gets this happens outside the series. She gets shot, and she's in the hospital, and she's going to die. And Peter's like, you know, I'd give anything to save my aunt, and Mephisto's like, anything. Um, and so he shows up and it becomes a whole deal with the devil thing. And so you'd think like, oh, well, Mephisto wants Peter's soul. No. Oh, God, I feel so stupid. Isn't it, doesn't he want, like, their the relationship with yeah, Give me it? your marriage. <clears throat> what? Fucking what? <laughs> okay, sure. But the, the meme was <laughs> Sash Baron Cohen as Mephisto showing up. For, new, for one more day and, and then at some point as Borat going my wife 
<laughs> what do you want instead? My wife. Oh, uh, your wife. Yeah, oh, it's man. oh god damn it. That's that's fucking I'm hang on, I need to find like some panels that have Mephisto um in them and like some of his dialogue because I just need to read them as as Borat now because like <laughs> I'm just gonna enjoy the shit out of this. <laughs> fucking Mephisto. Yeah, I'm 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 very curious about about that, especially with now Armor Wars becoming a full movie, yeah, instead, yeah. Of, instead of a TV show, and Ironheart is supposed to take place directly after that. <laughs> I had honestly completely forgotten that she even was going to be in Wakanda Forever until the trailer. Yeah, me too. Or do as I command and attain your heart's desire. <laughs> <laughs> Mephisto does not lie. Oh, I'm not going to be able to so watch that. Fucking man. dumb. That is so dumb. Like, uh, whatever. Um, I, I feel like they had to cast Mephisto at some point because everybody's been talking about him. But no, yeah. I'm, I'm curious about Ironheart because, like, she's in Black Panther, but, like, she is the successor of Tony Stark, right? Like, mm -hmm. I'm just yeah. super interested in, in like what this actually means. Like, does that mean that she has been working at, at with the Avengers, like at Stark Industries? How the fuck did she get a suit? How did she get Stark? She on? made it. She built it. She built it herself. That's no, yeah. That's, no that's like her thing. So she's yeah. basically like Tony Stark too. Riri Williams is brilliant. I yeah, is absolutely own, brilliant. I built my own yeah. shit. Mm -hmm. Oh, do you? We watched the trailer, right? Yeah. Yeah, that that shot of like of like a young woman sitting down and being surrounded by parts. Okay. Yeah, that's her. Right. She's yeah. she's building the armor. That's fucking sick. Okay, I'm excited. Yeah, so she's a spiritual successor to. Yeah, yeah, not in the yeah. Yeah, not like she was working at like working for the Avengers or Stark Industries or something like that. And, like she was an intern or some shit. Okay, like th okay, this is exciting. Yeah. Oh, and she did this at 15, for the record. That's even cooler. Like, she's a prodigy. Like, yeah. That's like Tony like she's Stark. already... Okay. Yeah. 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 So this will be this will be cool. Um, so we're getting that in November. Shit. Okay. That's coming up soon. So that'll be our next big Marvel thing that we talk about. Um, yeah, we'll go ahead and wrap up. Um, the, the big thing that I want to just kind of convey at the end is, like, don't think of this as some sort of condemnation of She-Hulk. I think that overall the story had a lot of good things to do and a lot of good things to say. And I like the character. Um, it was more just, like, you you really could have stuck this landing and you didn't. And that, that bumped me out. And I think that that was kind of, like, the vibe that we got. But, like, to kind of circle back to what MC had said, like, I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. And, again, it was ballsy, dude. Like, that is that is a really, really ambitious shot to take that you did and like i will give credit to people all the time for that because like i would rather you try to take risks and potentially miss it than to play it safe because you play it safe and it's that ending that they were talking about you know it's like all of a sudden the other hulks show up and there's all this other shit like it's just a big fight like you play it safe and nothing is gained but like by doing it this way that again you, you have you're you're telling some different stories it just you didn't hit it as, as well as you could have yeah it's for me it's it's i'm i'm not willing to give them that benefit of the doubt in terms of like you know they took a big swing and didn't quite connect they just half-assed this 
they they there there was nothing to be lost because there was nothing really fully committed um they could have done you're right they you know they 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 could have paid these things off they could have showed what was going on and and um really leaned into the story they had set up and the story they were telling but instead they have it all happen off screen and we get a happy ending that's bullshit um i'm not okay with that uh it does make me reassess the way i felt about the show overall it makes me want to go back through it and and see what works and what doesn't i don't think it like the, i i don't i don't have a blanket like this is all good or all bad and it's either one or the other um because there are definitely things that work about the show but i think it is um i think it's cowardly and i think it's lazy to set things set particularly set up things with the degree of significance and importance um and um and level of sensitivity that they did and then have all of that play be played as played for a laugh um or just not acknowledged at all like to go from the end of episode eight to the end of episode nine that 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 divide for me is is so huge yeah um in terms of like the tone and and what they'd established and what they were on the kind of story they were telling and that is an incredible disappointment um it it for me it's different than things like the end of captain marvel where you know that see like the end of captain marvel they subvert the the trope that they had established in that movie where you know jude law's character is like you know here's the here's the big fight here's here's what everybody's been waiting for and, and what i wanted and then she's like fuck you i don't have to fight you um that works because that is a thing that they've set up the they spent the entire movie setting up and that is the payoff for that as opposed to the equivalent would be if jude law gets really excited about that we cut to carol we see her charging up and then the next shot is her walking back into town or whatever, and they've had the fight. We just didn't see it. I don't know what happened over there off screen. You didn't see it? That is um, just lazy fucking storytelling. And considering how well... Basically, they set the bar at a certain point, and then they decide, not even didn't even try. They just decided not to clear it. They then walked around the bar. Um, so, yeah, that that really irritates me. Yeah, it's it's a bummer. It, it really is. Um, but overall, oh. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm I often end up being the optimistic um, as far as like all of this. I'm just like I'm, I'm glad that we're seeing other people tell other stories. I'm glad we're getting diversity as far as like storytelling goes because it's not just the same formula over and over and over again and i, I it just yeah. acknowledging that is one thing but like yeah like, like you said it, it came off as a little lazy as far as i was yeah. concerned um mc kind of i was just saying i'm the man on the island here <laughs> whoa this is a here's why mc's wrong episode i didn't know that was gonna happen 
I mean, I can. I was like, I. I mean, no, you're not wrong, dude. I'm just yeah, fucking with you. Like, I know, but I was gonna say, I also don't care if I'm wrong because <laughs> yeah. like I just I, I, I don't like any of us. Yeah, I still, no. I still, yeah. Like all your criticisms are valid. Yeah, I still love the show. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm, 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 I'm pretty okay with it. Like, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I'm like, I might feel different after a rewatch, but yeah, I don't know. I watched the finale and I, I didn't really think that hard about it after I, yeah. I was entertained. I liked it. Is that really that simple? I, I think oh, that, that tone, that tone that you just made, like that, or the the the, the tone that this fit, I agree because that's kind of how I went into the show, where it was like I enjoyed it, it was fun, like I didn't think too hard on it, but it was enough in this episode for it to take me out of that, where I was like, Ugh, I don't know about this. Um, I do want to end on a positive with this though, man. The fucking music, the soundtrack for this series, there's so much good music in this. Like, I'm trying to remember the name of the artist. I found one song, it was like after like episode five or episode six, it was like the song they played for the credits. Um, it was, it, I have it on my playlist and I listen to it all the time. Um, but just overall, like I've noticed that like when they bring musical artists into um, these shows, I'm just, I'm really, really enjoying it. Oh, Tova Strike, or I might be saying that wrong. S-T-Y-R-K-E. Tova Styr, Styrk? The song it's called "Say My Name" and like most people hear that uh, hear that song title and they're like, "Oh, like Destiny's Child." No, same title, <laughs> different song. Um, but yeah, just good. Yeah, I, I, I like that we're seeing more female representation. That we're seeing more female writers. That we're seeing, um, and I gotta stop doing that too because they talk about it in this series as well. Women, more women who are creative, more women writers, more women directors, more women actors, like. I don't think I don't think you're wrong if you're yeah. using it to describe something by saying female writer. Yeah. As if you were just saying females, period. Uh, that's yeah. that an issue. Is that yeah? And you're like, oh, the female. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. Man. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to just not <clears throat> use that word because of the connotation that goes with it, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, but like, yeah, females. Yeah. Perfectly worthwhile word. It's just it's yeah. the way it's being used. Yeah. yeah. I do like that this show took a, a ridiculously large flashlight and shined them right in the fucking eyes of every single one of those misogynistic pieces of shit. Yeah. I love the, the guys with those YouTube channels we talk about, yeah. who talk about how woke yeah. and, you know, man-hating and all this yeah. other stuff. Yeah. I hope this ending really pissed them off. I hope that they watched it and they were really, really mad. So there you go. Enjoy that, fuckers. <laughs> um, we will be back with more episodes of at the diner and more wonderful podcast content here at the great geek refuge very soon so make sure you tune in make sure you check it out lots of good stuff as always big thanks to mc brooks big thanks to james rambo um appreciate you guys i really do you make this uh, a wonderful weekend excursion that we have uh doing this podcasting stuff so on that note we're out of here i hope everybody has a great week and remember folks together there are no heights you say you ain't the one to jump in our relation And I don't mind, but when we touch your elevation Up, 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 up Up, 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 up You speak my lingo, we don't need no translation I never need a break, cause we feel like vacation Up, 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 up Got me up, 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 up Go ahead and feel what you feel Thank you.
Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy! <laughs> <laughs>